now. Podcast. Chasing chip podcast. Chasing chip podcast. Chasing chip podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Good job, Lily. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome to. Hey, you already got the welcome. Right into it. Let's get in, man. How you doing? You're good. I feel like yeah, you should be in a great mood. You're enjoying yourself. You're very happy. You're like, man, I'm locked in. I'm good to go. We won. Pulled it out. Mikel Bridges went nuts. Yeah. You know what I'm How's it feel? How's it feel? It feels it feels great. I feel free as a bird. Uh, I was very stressed out uh, after the 2-2 tie. And shout out to Monty Williams for making some crucial adjustments. Uh, Love the twin tower action that he had with JaVel McGee and DeAndre Ayton. And then I love the fact that he brought in Bismack Biombo and Aaron Holiday. Kind of changed up the lineup a little bit. He sat Tory Craig. Tory Craig, you know, no offense. I love Tory, but he's oh, been yeah. killing us. He's been killing us all series. Uh, he lost a step, it seems, this season, and it just we need to yeah. refresh. We need to get some new people in. And Mikel Bridges, man, he played so well. He had something like um, three, four blocks and two steals and thirty-something uh, points. He crushed it. You know, love to see Mikel step up. Chris Paul did his thing. DeAndre Ayton did his thing. You know. That's that's the Suns that I know, and I think it stemmed from the lineup changes and the adjustments that Monty. So going made. so going into game uh, six, what y'all feeling? How what you feeling? You feeling it's a wrap? It's uh, y'all can close it out. Uh, don't have to do a game seven. Yeah, if he sticks with the lineups that he went with yesterday, I think so. I think yeah. I think it's it ends in game six uh, because honestly. The twin tower action works because they were been killing us on uh, second chances and offensive mm-hmm. rebounds, and if we're able to just like reduce the amount of rebounds that the Pelicans get, I think that is kind of like the catalyst for us uh, winning these games. So, I think it's going to end in Game Six as long as we stick with the same lineups and Tory Craig, uh, you know, rides the bench uh, for the series and <laughs> um, maybe for the playoffs. Honestly, yeah, but, yeah, I believe- it's been great. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got it. I feel like yeah, wrap it up in Game Six. Yeah, I think you. I think the motivation is to really get some rest mm. uh, and hope and pray that the Jazz figure it out and win this Game Six so they can go to Game Seven. Um, oh, and so- another thing, another update too. Uh, this might be hearsay or just a rumor, but after the game, Devin Booker was walking by the Pelicans bench and he was saying, "I'm back." You know, so he might be coming back for game six. You know, I don't want to hype up any sort of rumors, but there's <laughs> okay, like okay. recordings, and then there's also people that, you know, were there uh, that mentioned that they heard that from Booker as well. So that could be kind of icing on the cake. And yeah, because be- when people were talking about the hamstring injury, they- injury is going to take a long time he's never going to be 100 percent. and i was like there's a different there's different types of hamstring injuries and how he pulled his you can tell it wasn't bad but he knew he felt something you know what yeah. i'm saying and, like and most something people, to note as well is that it's not the same hamstring injury as his previous hamstring injury it's a different okay. leg you know oh, okay so that's, that's uh, i think it was day to days people were speculating whether it's gonna be two three weeks uh, i think it's day to day they've you know monty and then booker have been uh, very clear about that, that he is day-to-day, and we'll see if he wants to come back for game six. I think we'll win no matter what, but having Booker back for game six would be even further reassurance. Yeah, I think he should be on his, like, Steph Curry off-the-bench type thing. If He he would be dressed and ready to go if need be, you know, mm-hmm. check in early, and then, like, 
if if y'all are up by 10, just sit until like you need him to come in and hit a few threes or something right. like that. But I don't think he needs to force this one. I feel like they need to do something like Miami. I'm like, Miami sat out Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Buckets for this home game. I mean, they almost guarantee like, look at man, we lose and have to go back to Atlanta. We'll wrap it up there. But I'd rather get these guys some rest. Um, right. I know Kyle has an injury, a lingering injury, but Jimmy, yeah. I don't even know I mean, if just, he had an injury. He was just let, like, let, I'm not Devin Booker get like 10, 15 minutes, and yeah. I think that would be good. And then, uh, and then, uh, what's it called? Ja, man. I'm sorry. That might have been the gr- one of the, it has to be top three playoff dunks I've ever seen. Yeah. Has in the be. league. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that. Obviously, Dr. J's uh, rock the cradle. Mm. Um, his layup is when he when Dr. J dunked on Michael Cooper is probably another one that's freaking really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, yeah, it was it was it's tough. I mean, if you're the Timberwolves, man, you just struggle to close out games. Oh, can't close. Honestly, that D'Lo shot, that was so ugly. I'm sorry. Like, what the hell was that? Like, that was. That was disgusting. Uh, and then Anthony Edwards at the end. Uh, that was a great play by Chris Finch and a great three. Great pass at the end there to tie it up. Mm. But Anthony Edwards, you kind of dropped the ball on that defense, bro. How, how are you going to let John Morant drive to the lane? Like, make him shoot that jumper. Yeah, you can't go for that. You cannot go for that. It's one of those things. It's playing, it's playing what's it called? Five, five deep, you know, outfield. Everybody get back, get back. Right. You know, prevent so, defense. Like, yeah, prevent defense. Just pretty right. much stay. Let him get the ball up top, and and just chill out. Just, right. just chill out. Let him get it and rock. You know, Jada doesn't have a jumper. You know, Jada. Yeah, not, not enough to where he's gonna like. Oh, now do I have confidence? Jada could probably make that a game winning jumper if need be. Shoot, you never know. But him driving to the hoop is. Higher percentage yeah. by far. Ninety nine point nine percent chance he's gonna make that. Video, you know, his jumper is not there. I'm sorry, he doesn't have a mid range game. He mm-hmm. has floater game, but he doesn't have a jumper. Uh, so if you would have forced him to, you know, shoot that jump shot, I think it would have been a different story, and Timberwolves would have been up on this series. But they they constantly fucking up. They constantly fucking up. Yeah, and that's the pressure of of just late games. You know, you just they're still young, and they still have these moments where they're just trying to do too much. You know, and I feel like Chris Finch has to reel them in sometimes. And sometimes they just don't want to listen. I mean, and I and Chuck said this before. He says that when they get a lead, they start playing so ball, this me ball. Like everybody wants to get there. All five guys, instead right. of Chris telling everybody like, hey, look, it, we're up by 10, 15. Let's just give Cat the ball every single down. Cat. Right. Edwards, Cat Edwards, Cat Edwards. That's it. That's all you need to do. Go to your guys that are going to at least score one out of the next three times. Cat yeah. might miss, but it's rare he's going to miss three times in a row with who's guarding him. Like, it's not going to happen. But that's I think that's one of the problems, too, though, is that whenever they're trying to close out games, for some reason, Cat loves to catch the ball up top, like above the, above the three-point line. And I don't understand, like, why he's not trying to, like, post up and try to get lower uh, and closer to the basket. And that's that's where you know that's much more of a high percentage shot, and that's where I think he's dangerous, and that's where you can close out games. You know, I don't know oh, why yeah, he likes to sure. go up to the three point line and try to get the ball and then make a move, dude. Like because I understand he's, he's very elusive, but mm-hmm. that's where he gets into trouble. That's sometimes he get the offensive fouls because or travels and shit like that. So I wish he would post up more, but that's you know that's hey, in the past now, I guess. 
he's the greatest shoot, shooting big man of all time. So you know he's always gonna go out there and uh don't say that. You don't I know that. this is his this Dirk? is him. This is him. This is him. Oh, okay. This is not me. Oh okay, my okay. bad, my bad. No. I said that wrong. I was like, don't you, don't you dare proclaim greatest big man shooter of all time. So mm. you know he's gonna love to stay up there and do his thing, but he had a good game. You know what I'm saying? He might have shushed the crowd a little early. Eight minutes in the game, you shushing the crowd is away is a very, very bold mood, my guy, in basketball. Unless you up by 25, you should not be going shh and right. that early. Like, bro, like you're not, you're only five baskets up. Like this, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not, you're not blowing them out. <laughs> like, yeah, calm I mean, down. He, he's just uh it just seems that he's kind of immature at times. And oh, very. He is quick to talk when they're up, and he doesn't finish. He doesn't finish the games. He doesn't take control of the game. So I mean, that's yeah, on him. Maybe it's a learning lesson for him. Maybe. No, no. Uh, no. I still think the Memphis Grizzlies will come out this series. Uh, you know, especially now that the Timberwolves are so deflated from that, you know, lost lead. This is the second time in the series, right? Yeah, second time in the series they've lost the lead. And this time around, he was like, Cat was like, oh, you know, these are games you just, you know, these games you just hate, you know. But, but Cat, the first time is you had a blowout that you lost the lead. You say you went home and wind down, wind and things like that. You know, when I would get on Cat, he had a good game. They need to step it up. They need to learn how to close. Hmm. Cat's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? When we are comparing them to guys like Ben Simmons, right. you know, guys that are mentally triggered by, um, situations you know mentally blocked that it's a mental block that triggers his back injury according to shams which is i don't understand that the game on monday it means that he has ptsd from some type of situation you know what i'm saying so he has stress mentally and then that causes aches in his back yes got you okay I'm going to go out and say that's kind of bullshit, but uh, whatever. I'm not him. I'm not going to sit here and tell. Uh, I'm never the type to tell a player that, um, you know, your injury is invalid. Um, it seems like bullshit, but I I just I just wish that he wasn't his own worst enemy sometimes. It seems like he is uh, causing pain to himself by not participating in, in these games especially like i mean no one was expecting you to put up 35 minutes and 30 points on that in that game four they just wanted you know 10 minutes 15 minutes some sort of effort shit just like check in check in the game check out do something uh yeah and that's and that's why i kind of what you said last episode was pretty much bro just take a break yeah just take a break yeah just take a break from basketball like yeah just say hey guys i'm i just need to take a break but yeah. he's like you, like we said last time. He's trying to get his winnings back. He's trying to get his money back. He's trying to get show like he's trying to come back to play basketball. But bro, when you have things like this come out where your back is tr- you get your back injury is trended by mental block. I understand mental health is very important. We talked about this before. You need to be mentally ready to play basketball. It's a mental and physical game. But right. if you are not ready mentally, just say it. Just come out. And be honest with the people that are paying you, honest with people around you. Again, yeah. I say this about his circle. They are whack. They are not good people. If you just come up, tell your homie, hey, bro, I see you struggling right now with everything mentally. Just take a break. It's right. okay. Take a break. Stop, stop leading people on. You're, you're, you're young. You could take a year off. 
Right. You can just say, hey, guys, I'm going to take you. I mean, obviously, right now, he did take a year off technically, not playing for the Sixers, coming back. But still, mentally, he was doing too much, you know, doing all this stuff happening. Just take a year off out of the media, go to home, hang out, work yep. on your game on your own, on your right. own time. And when you're ready, somebody will pick you back up, dog. You're not old. You're not an old guy. Like, yep. you're not, you're not, your game hasn't, like, you're still an elite de- defender. Like, just take a year off, bro. Like, just right. take a year off. Sabbatical. Something. Yep. Find God. I don't know. <laughs> really? Figure it out. Jeez. Whatever he's doing right now, though, ain't working, you know. It it's ain't. Just top, you need to stop leading people on and just be up front with your injury or your mental illness and, and just uh, take a step back, maybe take a break for a whole season and move on. Uh, it's just one of those things that you're you're harping right now, and the fact that you're leading people on is is creating a um, difficult situation for you even more. So it's even mm-hmm. adding to the the pain. I feel so. Figure that shit out, dude. I'm tired of yeah, talking about it. Honestly, I'm tired of talking about Ben Simmons because he knows the fuck me at this point. Yeah, we gonna move right on. We got you know you got today's games before we get into that. You know before we get into Wednesday's games that are probably just gonna end. Anyway, mm. Doc Rivers, you know I got to talk about him. Doc Rivers is could be the first coach ever yeah. to lose a 3-0 lead. Huh. It bring me so much joy. It bring me so much joy because all the years I've been telling people, even when he was coaching the Clippers, that he's not a good coach. He's a talking coach. A yes, he can run some play. He has some great out-of-bounds plays. I, I give him that. But I'm trying to tell people, man, he might have been good, but he ain't good no more. And yeah. if he can't figure this team out, now he's going back to Toronto. No, no Thibel, you know what I'm saying? Because he ain't vaccinated. So it's like now you're playing with injured Joel, no Thibel. The team, you couldn't beat, your team couldn't beat the Raptors with no Fred. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, yeah, I still think it's that they up, uh, it's setting up for a disaster, and I'm enjoying it. I'm just watching, like, ooh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, Toronto's putting up a fight. I still think the Sixers uh, win their next game, um, and just take the series. I think Joel Embiid's too good, and I don't think they have an answer for Joel Embiid. Who's guarding him, Precious? I told you, it doesn't matter. Joel Embiid is going to have a great game. It's what yeah. it is. It's what it, he's MVP caliber player. Then? James it's Harden. everybody else. Everybody else. I don't trust no one else on that 76ers team. Yeah. You cannot win games in the NBA with one guy. It's just not no NBA series. Playoffs, my bad. Playoff series are win won by teams. By at least yeah. two to three guys. We saw it in that series. Two guys can't beat a good team. One guy cannot beat a even okay team. I'm not saying the Raptors are the Celtics, but they're still decent nick nurse is still a great coach and they still can play some d and they're showing it now they're going back home i can't see the raptors losing at home and losing the series at home so is there going to be a game seven i think definitely and that's what i mean i hope that's what a cookie crumbles right there boy i hope it i love to see upsets because it just makes it easier on the sun so i'm all about upsets uh i would love to see the raptors beat the Sixers. i just don't see it happening uh, James Harden is due for a good game. I know he's washed, but I think he's due. He is due for at least one good game of 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 the series because he's been trash. And then uh, Tobias Harris is what's up with that man? 
look at all the people you name it and hoping that they show up. Just uh, one game. Show up one game. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, Chicago-Milwaukee, that series is over. I mean, Chicago's going to be missing Alex Caruso and Zach Levine because the protocols, health and safety protocols, that game's – unless DeMar goes and has 60 and it's, 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 it's over. Kobe White, time to step up. So, can't <laughs> – Nope. So I can't wait for uh the Bucks. That Bucks Celtics series is gonna be fire. And then Denver, Golden State, Golden State's gonna wrap that up at home. That's a done deal. Golden yeah, State's gonna be deal. sitting there waiting for um whoever wins that uh who's in whoa my gosh, that going blank. What is going on? What who's what is that series? Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies, yeah. Yeah, Trump. Memphis Grizzlies Man. or the Timberwolves is wow. who the Warriors would play. And then mm-hmm. the the Suns will play either the Jazz or the Mavs. Um, I'd like to play either of those teams because they're <laughs> both trash. You know, yeah. so I can care less. Um, I would love to beat Luca though. Luca would be fun. To, you know, we've beaten them what sixteen straight games or something like that. So I would love to continue that streak Jeez. and a pile on that. Um, and yeah, I, I think I. You know, I just want to remind. This is something that I mentioned last episode. Want to remind that everyone on the Warriors train, the hype train right now. Realize that they're playing a deflated and hurt Nuggets team. So anyone's going to look good against them. Charles and I mm-hmm. could be playing against them. And we're going to look like all-stars, you know. So just want to remind everyone just to make sure to look at it from an objective lens and realize who they're playing. And, of course, they look good. Let's see how they play against the Grizzlies, who I think is going to win that series. Ooh. Yeah. Woo! All right, getting into it. So – we like to dabble in uh, edibles and things like that. Um, we saw the story. <laughs> we saw the story in Florida. This bride decided to lace the food with uh, weed, and the chef was in on it too. Yeah, and they got in trouble. People started tripping. No one said anything. Mm. People called the cops, called the paramedics. The they hospital. both got arrested. Uh, I know if none of like up for five years in jail or a five thousand dollar fine or something like that. And all yeah. you had to do was get on the mic and say, "Hey guys, just to let you know, the food has weed in it. It's laced. It's laced with weed. If you want to enjoy it, here's the side. Here's the weed. The non-weed food on the left. Yeah. Honestly, though. Uh. So here's the thing: is that you never should drug or i don't i hate when using the word drug because i don't really necessarily see um uh weed as, as a drug but yeah, uh yeah don't yeah. don't lace the shit with weed without telling them you gotta let people know that you gotta let you're infusing know. the food i mean you gotta let people know uh that said for the people to like freak out and call the cops and to like go to the hospital you know that's kind of lame as fuck to be honest and why don't you have someone being like, they're going to be all right. No one's ever died from weed. You're going to be fine. Just rest up, drink some water. They had, they should have had some like CBD because that kind of counters the, the effects a little bit and makes it to where you're, you're not going to be freaking out as much. So they could have had CBD, but I think it was just, they didn't, uh, they didn't think, think it through Mm -mm. as far as, Hey, we're just going to, everyone's going to have a great time. We're going to lace this shit. And also, uh, how much how, how much weed did you put in there? Did you infuse it like by a lot? Do you know what you're doing? Did you just put a bunch of fucking milligrams in there and then now all these people are freaking out? 
or are they just lightweights? You know, I'm curious to find out how many milligrams they actually put into this food. Uh, my my hunch is that it might be a combination of both. Maybe they put in a little bit too much, but then also the the folks that were freaking out maybe never had taken edibles before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Sometimes it's drawing. Edibles are different from just smoking. You can give them yeah. somebody, somebody that hasn't smoked before, I've never had to weed before, and you give them like a you know joint or something like that. They you know they can take their time. They can breathe in what they want. Yeah. Edibles, bro. If you have never took it, taken edibles before and you take a lot or you take a little bit and it just hits you and you don't know it's especially if you don't know it's coming. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Well, you know, you digest it differently. Yeah. You digest through your gut instead of, you know, through your lungs. And mm -hmm. uh, it's a different type of high. Uh, but nonetheless, those people that went to the hospital and called the police, like, chill the fuck out. You know, someone <laughs> should have been there to kind of lifeguard and make sure that everyone is like, okay, you realize no one's died from weed. You'll be fine. Everything's going to mm -hmm. be okay. But that said, you shouldn't be fucking infusing food without telling people. That's just. That's and that's cool. our positive note for today. Yeah. Chill out. Chill out. Everybody, chill out. Relax. Ben Simmons. Chill out. Relax. Hey, take if a you're watching this and you're listening to this and you're sitting at home and you're stressing, take a breather. Yep. If you like to smoke weed, smoke some weed. If you don't, do some CBD. But yep. hey, just chill out. Chill out. It's going to be a good year for you. You're going to be all right. Just chill out for a second. Take some seconds. To take a deep breath and chill for a second. Just chill out. That's what we Moosa, want. Moosa. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you keep on enjoying the playoffs. Keep on enjoying life. Elon Musk owns Twitter. Good for him. I don't really care, low-key. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's one fucking uh, you know, rich asshole that owns Twitter versus another one. You know, it's just like whoever's going to own Twitter or own these, um, you know, companies, it's it's never going to be someone that has a great track record. It's it's just going to be someone that is rich and I, I could care less. Um, $44 billion is a lot of fucking money. I doubt Twitter is actually worth that much. That said, I don't know how... They monopolize these um, the, uh, selling our data. So there could be a lot of juice there. But nonetheless, I think you could see a real decrease in adoption upcoming. Uh, you saw how many people left Facebook. You saw how many people left uh, Netflix subscription. Like people can get uninterested very quickly and pay $44 billion, billion dollars. That's just a fuck ton of money. To bet on Twitter continuing to be one so of the like, people in this world need some help. Platforms. There's so yeah. many people that need help, need just, just, and so many people just so against it, like handouts and all this other stuff. But there's people in this world that need this help, need a little bit, one billion, just, just one billion to world hunger. Some, I'm <laughs> saying, just like, yeah. just do that. Like, see what that does, you know? know. But we go I mean, too deep in the weeds. We can be talking about yeah. this for a while. So we don't leave it on that. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Go Suns, baby.